0: Welcome again to the podcast, and today we're going to do another microphone test, and we're going to talk about the custom settings for both the microphone and the audio recorder. And there's going to be a little bit more emphasis on the audio recorder itself, as opposed to both the microphone and the audio recorder, because this is a Zoom F2 32-bit float recorder. Now let me tell you all, this, all the uh, stuff we've got here, just before I get going. And that is this is again the Comica VM20 or the CVM VM20. It's the the you know better quality mini shotgun from the Comica. Now to finish off the settings here, let's let's just say that it's got the foam and the furry windscreen. So they both come with it and that's a really positive thing. And whenever I can use both the foam and the furry and get a fairly realistic sound, I'll do it because that means I can use one setting for both indoors and outdoors. It also means that I can use the same EQ file because I'm making, I have to say right now, I'm not using an EQ right now for this podcast. I'm wanting to, you know, let you hear what it's like just with these settings. But when I make an EQ... It's specific to the microphone and the wind protection, and even the audio recorder. So all three together. And then any other, well, even the proximity, how far away we are. So right now, of course, as a podcast, we're at the close proximity. And even that creates, um, of course, a different sound. More bass as you're closer. And there's a little bit too much sibilance in the S's, if you can hear that. But I also, I like it because it's just fewer decisions to make when you go to shoot. If you've got the settings figured out, they're dialed in, you just go. And there are times when I have to say, you know, that the furry on the on the microphone doesn't, it creates a lot of problems. And so you actually have to do a lot of EQ. And so it really sets you up to have to remember whether you're indoors or out. And that's not too hard to do from the recording. But you have to remember whether it had the furry windscreen. And that's also not too hard to do because... You always have that when you're outdoors, right? I hope this is a help to, to anyone just knowing that, you know, these are specific recommendations. You, you have to really do them exactly how I have them listed on my website to make it work, um, but at least it gives you an idea that there are, there are ways to find the sweet spot in a certain microphone and uh, audio recorder combination. So to finish the specs here, this is the Comica VM20, and it's going into the Zoom F2. The Zoom F2, of course, does not have an uh, audio level or gain setting. It's a 32-bit float recorder, so nothing to worry about there. But I did turn on the low-cut using the Zoom Bluetooth app. I'm going to talk a little bit about the app because it was, my, it was kind of my first choice to not buy the Bluetooth version of the Zoom F2 because it's cheaper, and I would rather recommend a product that is less expensive and works than one that's more expensive, and so I didn't really know if it was a necessary thing to get the Bluetooth version or not. However, if you don't have the Bluetooth version, there's no quick way to turn on or off the low-cut filter on the recorder. Now, you might say, well, why not just use the low-cut on the microphone? And I'm going to talk about that for a second. I'm actually using both. Now, this was not expected. I've had this microphone um, not sound very good with the low-cut filter built into the microphone. There's two settings. There's a 75 and a 150 hertz. And I think it was the Zoom H1 or H1N, one of those two. It didn't sound very good using the low-cut on, I think it was the F1. And I preferred the sound of that compared to the mic low-cut on this mic. However, in this situation, and, and there's still a little bit too much low end here, there's too much bass, but before I had both the low cut on the Zoom F2 app enabled and the low cut on the microphone, there was just way too much bass. I mean, it didn't sound, it just, it wasn't passable without EQ. So and I, like I said, I'm going to do an EQ for this later, but I wanted you to hear how it sounds, you know, straight off the recorder with a little bit of, um, you know, levels adjustment in post-production, of course, because that's kind of the way the Zoom F2 works. Now, when you record to the Zoom F2, and if you haven't used a 32-bit float for a recorder before, it's really fun. It's this totally different experience that you, you know, in the past, when you're recording with a non-32-bit float, it's like, if it's too low, and you try to bring the level up, you're bringing up Everything, including a whole lot of um, like what they call a noise floor, you're bringing up all of this stuff that is just—it's like exposing the preamp of the recorder that is just not capable of doing that. It's hard to explain, but it's—it's it's easier to understand on the top end. Like if you get too loud, and I'm not going to do it here. I, I guess I guess I could, but I don't want to give an abrupt, you know, change here. But if but if I if I were to demonstrate getting really loud and then I were to pull that down in post-production, which I probably will here to even it out. But it's also a 32-bit float advantage because, um, and visually, this is a lot easier to explain with, a, with the top end. So on a non-32-bit float recorder, when you are too loud, it gets to a point where it just goes up and your, you know, your waveform just goes flat. And you could call it a plateau or a flat top or whatever you want to call it. But it's basically, you can't recover it. And you try to bring it down, it just makes that flat plateau come further down and it's still flat. It's And it's supposed to be, you know, kind of a spiky thing all, all over the place. It's supposed to be, you know, like the, I don't know how to explain it. Well, it's supposed to look more like grass as opposed to a plateau that's flat. So with... Non-32-bit float, if you flat-top, or if you, they call it peaking, actually, you have nothing you can do about it. With a 32-bit float recorder, you just, it's like you just pull it down. And so when you're too loud, it's not really that much of a problem. Now, when you're on, so let's go back to the low end, and not the low end, but the, the quiet side again. When you're dealing with the issue of having too low of a record level, it's a little more difficult to explain how it works because if you've seen the waveform of some, a file that's too low, it's like it's almost close to just a real thin line, right? So that is how some of the recordings on the Zoom F2 will show up when you first put them into your audio editor. You're looking at it saying, oh, there's nothing there. I mean, I could hear it on the headphones. Like on this in this situation here, let me mention that I have the output volume, which is how I can hear it while I'm recording. I have it turned all the way up. Because I'm recording at a really low level on, it's like negative 47 right now as I'm talking. Now it's not always that low, it's going, it's going up to like negative 35 when I'm a little bit louder. But the point is I'm recording at a really low level, but I know that you can bring it up. It's easy to pull it up in post-production and you don't get a lot of noise floor being moving up with it. It's really interesting. So you have to test it and you have to test it like I test it specific to the microphone and you really need to know how much you can get away with so on this one I've actually set the mic level down to one that's really low so the the mic gain is that dial on the back of the the Comica CM uh, sorry CVM VM20 and it goes from zero to ten and I'm just at one now I even tried using zero on this microphone and it worked pretty well. And in certain ways, it actually reduced the background noise. So like right now, I've been struggling with when I have an airplane or different things, environmental noise, it's, it's not isolating perfectly. But when we're talking about the gain on a microphone and in conjunction with the Zoom F2, what's really great about this Comica VM20 is that you have the option of going all the way down even to zero, but at right about one I found is a sweet spot. It's actually just past one, but when I put it in the data, I'm going to show the number one. Uh, I don't want to make it too difficult for anyone say 1.25 or something like that because it's a dial. I do halves, you know, I'll do 1.5 or 2 or 2.5, but I don't want to do like quarters. That's just too much stress for somebody to figure that out while looking at the dial. But the great thing about this Comica mic in conjunction with this recorder is that if I'm only at one right now, and I know this is the closest I'd ever be recording distance-wise, the close proximity, but if I'm at one right now, just imagine the potential of this microphone and audio recorder combination. When you move to my second proximity, which I call a proximity I use for this type of microphone, is at arm's length. And I call that the vlog proximity. So when you move to that distance, and, I, and I'm not going to comment specifically because I have to do that test separate. And I want to make sure that that data is separate. But when you move to that, you can anticipate that this is going to have potential. It it sort of surprised me. I didn't really, you know, I, I think I think initially when I got this, I had some problems with the, the shock mount. I don't like to compare it to other microphones, but it, it doesn't isolate the vibration as well as I would like it to. So that's kind of another reason why it helps to have this 150 hertz low-cut turned on. Of course, in addition to the Zoom F2 low-cut being turned on. So now I'm going to, just warning here, I'm going to sort of vibrate the mic stand here. And that's a fairly extreme vibration. Uh, vibration, I'm moving the stand. If if I didn't have both low-cut filters on, that would be a really annoying sound. And so it's a good thing to have the need for those low-cut uh, filters because this shock mount is not the best. So that's the only thing I can say going forward as far as once I do the vlog distance test, and then also I have one called Boom Proximity, which is a little bit further. It's like the maximum distance i think you would want to boom a mic so these are a lot of the considerations i go through in my testing to determine if a mic is useful and of course this is a podcast so i'm just starting out by recording at this podcast distance so let's round this off here and just make sure i went through all the settings so just do it one more time so this is the comica vm20 or cvm-vm20 The mic gain, that is the gain on the back of the microphone, the dial, is at 1. And then the low cut on the microphone is also on, and that's set to 150 hertz. Now going down to, so now we're going to go out to the Zoom F2. So you take the cable that's included, the 3.5 coiled cable that came with the Comica, not the one for the cell phone. Remember to pick the right one and plug that into the Zoom F2. And there's nothing to do on the Zoom F2 except for this. You need to turn on the low cut and you have to use the app to do that. Like I say, I'm really sorry. I'm trying to make this work with the non-Bluetooth version of the Zoom F2. but This is the second scenario that I found that the low cut on the Zoom F2 really does help. The next thing, and this is just for monitoring purposes, if you have headphones plugged in, I turn the output volume all the way up when I'm listening. Now, something really neat about the output volume on the Zoom F2, is you can use it to control how you pass it through if you're gonna pass that through into your camera's audio. So you just take a little 3.5 auxiliary jack, go out of the headphone out on the Zoom F2, and you actually have two ways to control that level, either the plus and minus arrows on the little teeny Zoom recorder, on the body of the recorder, or on the app. And on the app it shows a number, so it's very handy. You can actually remember what number. So in this scenario, I'm using the output volume at all the way up. Let me take a look at that number in a second here when we do the radio frequency interference test. Oh, and the foam and the furry are on the microphone, so that's essential to know that as well. And then the last thing is, the recording distance or what I call the proximity. This is at what I call the close proximity of 3.5 inches from the sound source, which is my mouth, to the microphone. This has been the Comica CVM VM20 with the Foam and Furry both going into the Zoom F2. Thank you again for listening and hope to talk soon.